Were you someone who fell for the glitz and glamour of having a university degree? Someone who felt that all you needed to do was get a 2-1 in their respective subject and the world would open up for you, giving you everything you could ever dream and placing it neatly at your feet, only to find that the world didn't quite operate in that way. Sounds a little familiar? Well, don't feel ashamed or embarrassed if this in some way applies to you, because we were all victims of this myth. Even if you didn't buy into the myth at the time, it was definitely a myth in which your parents did, which in this aspect applied to me. I'll never forget the day when I told my mum on UCAS deadline day that I had no intention of going to university. The look of shock, surprise, horror and anger still gives me the chill to this day. Her 16 plus years of hard work was not threat of collapse in front of her eyes as the dream of her only son and only child putting on the uni cap and collecting his certificate after a hard-fought three-year tenure was now blowing up in smoke. But nonetheless, in typical Caribbean mother fashion, she lowered down her voice to a lethal whisper and said, Excuse me? Make sure you complete that f***ing application right this minute, then left the room. And there I was, just over a year later, stepping onto the campus for the first time, having officially sold my soul to the uni corporation. My experience at uni was great. It was very much all about sleeping, socialising, partying and revising when, when I needed to, which was usually just a week before the exam, most times even less. I left with great friends, great life lessons, but also with over 21k in uni debt. But I have a dream job waiting for me as soon as I leave the graduation ceremony and jump into my stretch limousine, right? Wrong. The first three years after uni is what I like to call the whore phase. We start by holding out for our dream job, wherever that may be. And we have the tenacity to do so for maybe three months. But once we get a glimpse of the scale of competition alongside having a barren run of pointless job applications and failed interviews... The sense of enthusiasm which comes from having a degree begins to wear off and self-sabotage begins to kick in. First it starts with leasing yourself to the highest bidder. Then it escalates even further to when you, you lease yourself to whoever is willing to cut you a paycheck. Both scenarios are far from ideal simply because they force you to stray away from your core competencies and purpose. The truth of the matter is, is that unless you're doing a degree which is practical, like medicine, dentistry, computer science, accountancy, law, etc., you're probably not as employable as you think. And this is abundantly clear when you consider that most people don't even fall into roles associated with their degrees in the first place. And don't even get me started with people who've got masters. I firmly believe that 60% of people who've got masters have so because they have no clue as to what they want to do with their life in the first place and as a consequence have to take on more debt before they get to figure out. No disrespect to those of you with degrees, it's something we need to work hard for, but at what cost? Would you fork out such a high sum if it was made abundantly clear that there was no guarantee you'd be having a dream career? Probably not right. And trust me when I say I've been there, I bounced around so many different kind of jobs that it amazed you from working in project management in Canary Wharf to working in the call centre the next. And this could be for one reason and one reason only. I had no clarity or purpose as far as my life was concerned. I had no skills which at the time I could trade for decent living. I felt as empty as the role as, as I was filling. Why? Because I was a jack of all trades and a master of none. 
I know that this podcast is centered around money and attain it in ways which transcends our physical endeavor. But nonetheless, you need to feel confident in yourself that if one day things were to go belly up, that you have some kind of skill set that you can rely upon to at least keep your head above water. Because the reality is, is that even though here at Be More, we fully advocate for people to expand their income streams, the likelihood is that your main one will be the salary you get from your job. And the compensation you get in the form of payment is usually in direct proportion to the value you give your company and the exclusivity of your skill set. Which means that no Tom, Dick or Harry can come in and easily replace you. And I hope now it's become clear that your salary can only grow once you do. Which in simple terms means provide more value. And this comes with fostering and defining a reliable skill set a craft so to speak and endeavor to be the best that you feel that it the reason why so many people are depressed and feel unaccomplished is because everything they go into they're expecting a big payday but without one key component a skill set i know a lot of you would have heard of an organization known as the freemasons over the years there have been many conspiracy theories and spook stories floating about them but nevertheless they are legit and a secret society too and their, and their ascension map is comprised of three tiers. The first tier is the entered apprentice. The second tier is the fellow craft. And the final tier is the master mason. In masonry, there are 33 degrees, which means there's 33 ranks you can ascend through. Most masons never pass the first three degrees, in which case we classify them as an entered apprentice. And thus hold the lowest rank. The people with higher degrees are considered more senior and thus more prestigious in the eyes of their peers. Holding more degrees will qualify you as a fellow craft until you ascend further and eventually become a master mason. Ascending the lower ranks to highest honours can take decades, even a lifetime, and require discipline, honour and clarity of purpose. All qualities you can't fake or wing and requires you to prove yourself. And this is how I want you to treat whatever craft you choose with persistence and integrity and be fully aware that you only deserve the big bucks when your skill set and experience warrants it. Look at people at the top of their field. They've all gone through the stages these Freemasons go through. Life is all about distinction and proving yourself more worthy than those you're surrounded by. And that's where the respect comes in, when you have the capacity to take your discipline and ambition to places where most people can't fathom. Whenever you're an apprentice, whenever you're at apprentice level, be prepared to provide your services on the cheap and maybe even for free because you are yet to prove yourself with results. Even though this phase of the even though this phase of the three requires more effort than the other two, it is arguably the most valuable and important because this is where you set the foundation for future growth. So be humble and only expect the big payday when you fashion not worry results. And don't worry about finding money at this stage. Money will be finding you. Imagine once you have a craft and you're fully establishing it. Instead of going into interviews with your tail between your legs, now you'll be going in with full confidence that, they're not, that you're not leaving without a contract that's not on your terms. You will literally fill rooms and people bending around your demands because they can immediately see the value you'll be adding to their business. That's true leverage. Not winging it, not hoping they pick you, but knowing that you can rely on your talent and past experience to produce results. 
people in this class are able to demand high salaries only because they provide high value to their respective industries. But this can only be if they work on the, on the most important thing first, themselves. Please, 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 just in case I haven't said this before today, make sure you pass down whatever craft you have down to your children or any children you have in the future. Even if you think it's pedestrian, like cooking, for instance, make sure you do it because this is true generational wealth. And if this is something that you feel like you can't provide, at the very least, make them be around people who do have a craft and they can learn from them instead. So where can you find these skills? Well, let me caveat by saying this. If you live in the West and you have an internet connection, then there's no excuse as to why you can't be cultivating your skill set right now. So instead of binge watching Netflix, you can send watch a free you tours on YouTube surrounding your respective interest, or even purchase a full course teaching you how to do it on Udemy for under £10. I can't tell you what skill set you should take on, that's your decision. But if you're desperate to stop hopping from industry to industry and actually have a career you can ascend up, then this is what I advise. And this is where the money's at. This is There's nothing prideful about working a job simply because it pays. You want to take a job because it fits into your long-term agenda. I took a very hefty pay cut when I decided that marketing was my calling. I shaved off almost 10k of my salary to fully embrace an entry-level job which gave me the opportunity to get my foot in the door. And guess what? I haven't looked back since. Those years were more valuable than the money I got from it and was and served as a real education no one can ever take away. Should you pursue your passion? Well, that's up to you. And also up to whether you have the stomach to still have that passion for something when you're financially dependent upon it, even at times it doesn't pay. I didn't make this podcast today to shame you for going to uni or not having a skill set, but more so for you to know that if you didn't go to uni, you don't have to, but also for you to know that if you haven't got a skill set, that all you need to do is start now, have the determination to succeed and let time be your guide. That's it from me today. Um, and as always, you know, I'd just like to thank you for, for um, listening and um, supporting this podcast. Um, I hope that um as always um you you you're able to to get a lot of value from this episode um before before you leave or before i leave um make sure you get your hands on the free ebook um which um outlines 40 plus ways um in which um you can start um growing your passive income streams from today um you can find the link in the description um but um, if it's easier for you, you can head over to um, my Instagram um, at bmore.co. So that's B-M-O-O-R.co. And um, in my bio, you will find a clickable link, which will take you straight um, to the webpage, which will allow you to um, to download it straight from there. So, um, so yeah, um, thanks again. And then um, I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.